This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. I am so blessed. Travis Turner has uh, agreed to do a series of segments on Koinonia. The Family Quarterback, Every Man's Playbook for Effective Leadership, Football Principles that Work in the Game of Life. Again, former Nebraska quarterback Travis Turner. Uh, Travis, it's been very enlightening already, and the Holy Spirit has you know, kind of helped uh, carry our conversation a little bit, and that's good. Uh, last time we talked about hearing the coach. If you can't hear the yep. coach... Uh, another very important uh, part of the game, getting your gear on. You remember, uh, was Thurman Thomas, uh, Super Bowl. You're dating yourselves because that had to be like in the 90s. But the, my point being, <laughs> here's one guy fo- forgot his helmet how many years ago, and yeah. I'm still able to, even though I'm not a uh, that close of a fan, able to recall that. I it, mean, it's yeah. a big deal. It, it's hard to believe that uh, – um, that that could actually happen. But e- equipment is is essential, obviously, on the football field. Uh, I'll never forget going to my locker and, and seeing all the new gear we had and those nice Nike shoes they gave us. And uh, having the proper equipment on the football field is, is, is absolutely essential these days. And, and it is interesting, though, too, because I think Scripture uh, in so many ways gives us insight into the things of this world as well, and and I and that's why I, I wanted to use uh, Ephesians um, to help us to to look at the gear that we have because um, Paul talks about therefore put on the full armor of God so when the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground. Mm. So it's interesting that that he's talking about this armor we've got to put on just like a football player. There's a day of evil, not that the football game's evil, but is this a battle for sure? Do we realize as men that we're in a battle? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't think naturally we think so. I don't. I think naturally we think it's a pretty good world and and we're going to get by and everything's okay. I don't realize. I don't think we realize naturally that the enemy of our souls wants to take us out. Yeah, it, we we have a tendency to relegate the battle to the soldiers, and you know the soldiers are. Here and there, maybe even you were a soldier in your time, but every day when your foot hits the ground in the morning, it's Absolutely. a battle. And the Lord wants us to be victorious. So he wants us to gear up and be prepared. And he tells us to take a stand. He said, after you've done everything to stand, stand firm again. He says, we got to keep standing. Isn't And to me, I look at that and I think, isn't that part of what we see happening in, in our Christian culture today? We see people not standing anymore mm-hmm. for their marriages and saying, I'm going to stand here, even though this is painful, even though this is difficult, even though I'm having a hard time understanding what in the world's going on, I'm going to stand firm then in the vows that I made before God and all my friends. Yeah. I, and we're, I, we're I, losing I, that. I, that. I credit that for being the only reason that Mary and I are still married. I'm not proud to say that, but there was a point probably several points for her and for me that, you know what, if there was a back door, I'm gone. But I didn't, God didn't say I had a back door. Exactly. That's exactly right. And unfortunately, many times we're looking for that 
that back door rather than saying, I need to stand because God has called me to stand. It is interesting that Paul goes on here and he says, the, the first piece of the equipment, he says, to, to uh, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. And I remember the first time I read that, I thought, okay, so I've got, I've got a buckle around my waist and that's what to keep my pants up. And it was interesting. I started looking at different versions of that text and entirely different context from the NIV to the King James. And this is it's one of those things that made me want to be more curious about Scripture, that we're going to get a lot of different interpretations, which I think brings to light Scripture in different ways. So to be curious about Scripture is so healthy for me. Because um, in the King James, it says to gird your loins mm-hmm. with the truth. Yeah. Think about that. So what's he really talking about? Your manhood. Yeah. You got, you got to protect your manhood with truth. What truth? The truth he gave us. Absolutely. About of, who we are, about what our role is. That's good stuff. What do we really believe about ourselves? Mm. And see, that's where the enemy really wants to attack us. Who you are is, you're no man. Look at you. You, you, you. Whatever it is that is our personal gremlins that we deal with between our ears. Mm-hmm. See, I believe that's where the battle is. See, because as a man thinketh, so he goes. So he is. Yeah. So the enemy wants to attack the way we think about ourselves, the way that we think about our wives, the way that we think about our roles. How do we think about being a man? Who, what is really a man? And do I believe that I am a man? And so that becomes a real struggle about how I think about who God's created me to be. And I think being putting on the full armor is important. Now, and my, I don't have children, so I only have one mirror to my life. That's my wife. I don't have young people looking and showing the mirror to me. But if I put on the full armor of God, I have that truth and that protection, and that mirror, God reflecting back who I really am. Yeah, absolutely. And that becomes helpful because uh, I, in my life, my kids are great help to me. Not just my wife, but my kids help me to see um, how I'm affecting them. If I will have eyes to see and ears to hear mm. what the Spirit is saying in their spirits. And it's one of the things I think as the family quarterback, we have got to learn to discover those around us, how, who they are that we're leading and are we leading them well? Am I blessing their spirit or crushing their spirit? Mm. Am I helping them along the path or am I not? And sometimes I think because we're so struggling ourselves and our own insecurities, we're frustrated we're bitter. Sometimes we're resentful. I know that I've struggled with that. And when I'm, lacking my own understanding of my masculinity, it's easy for me to be hurtful in the way I address my kids, to be hurtful the way I address my wife. Um, I'll never forget one time I was on the phone and the pressures of work were, 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 were there and I was on this phone call with somebody that obviously I don't remember to this day how important it was, but it was a nerve-wracking phone call. My kids were real little and they come running out to the truck to greet me and they open up the door and In what here. did they get? Oh, man. Time on the phone, you know, and they got angry dad, you know, telling them to shush. And why? Because I think it's my own insecurities. Mm. 
I didn't wasn't realizing who I really was. I was more worried about the person on the other end of the phone than I was as a dad. Do you think my kids ever ran out to the truck ever again? Yeah, not. No, I lost that opportunity. There was no way I could ever get that back, and I'll never forget when they ran back in the house and I got off the phone and I realized what I had just done. Mm. And to me, it all comes back to my own insecurity. Who do I think I really am? And am I trying to please the person on the phone or am I trying to please God because of who he created me to be? I just think of Jesus when we're talking about kids. You know, the, the apostles were trying to get the kids away from him. And he's, no, no, no. Bring him here. Yeah. And, and that's what we're to be as dads. Absolutely. And wasn't he the most secure man that ever lived? Yeah. So secure that he was able to die yeah. for us. He was our illustration of, of, of true masculinity. Yeah. And that which the mind of Christ can also be in me? Mm. Wow. That's something for me to, to discover more and more for myself. I wonder about... Uh, I, using this illustration that you've given up, you know, the equipment, different pieces of gear, different sizes too. In other words, what works for you isn't going to work for me. Exactly. Exactly. That's I mean, right. it's still the helmet of salvation, but, yeah. uh, you know, I, I got a really big noggin, you know, <laughs> so I'm going to need a really big helmet, you know. Yeah. And I think in our in our spiritual walk, we have differences that we need to acknowledge. Oh, absolutely. We, I, I think that becomes part of our struggle. I think that's why Paul said you, you're foolish to compare one to another. Mm. Why? Because we're always going to look at somebody else and either think we're better or worse than them, right? Yeah. So that's why it's foolishness. We're going to think, oh, well, I'm at least better than him, or man, I'll never be as good as that dude. Yeah. And the enemy then gets us right where he wants us. So let's, let's run through this, this list of more of the equipment, the breastplate of righteousness. Whose righteousness his, not mine. If I put my breastplate of righteousness on, I'm going to get, man, I'm going to get crushed. A feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Do I experience peace? Am, am I fitted with peace? Mm. That's what he wants to fit my life with. So when I walk in the house, does my wife, does my family experience peace? Uh-oh, let's get close to home. How about the shield of faith, which can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the, e- e- the evil one? Do I, ha- do I really have faith? So when the things of life happen, and I get that, that notice in the mail that comes when your check bounces, mm. what happens to my spirit? Yeah. Do I go, oh, Jesus, I'm so sorry, sweetie, I'm sorry I overdrafted, or do I snap? I don't yeah. know about you, but that one used to send me into orbit. And I think it's because I realize often my faith is really thin. And then it talks about the helmet of salvation. Do, do I put on my salvation? Do, I mean, think about this. I, I love this analogy because this is something we have to put on. Yeah. And it's the power of our testimony. The Bible t- says over and over and over that if you want to share the gospel, the power of your testimony. Exactly. And is our testimony what happened 10 years ago, or is it what's happening right, right now? now? Oh, that's good. And, and that's what people really want to hear. They want to hear, oh, how you conquered smoking and adultery 10 years ago. But what is Jesus, what's the revelation? What's the fresh revelation today? And 
the, the last part here, and I think this will help us as we go into our next segment, is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. This is how we, this is the offensive part of the armor, is the Word of God that help really can combat the enemy, just like Jesus did in the wilderness mm-hmm. when the devil came to tempt him. He used the Word. Yeah. Can, can we learn the Word also enough that we can combat the enemy and actually have an offensive weapon instead of just continually get our tails whipped by the thoughts we have in our mind. I think that's key, and uh, I am looking forward to our next segment together. Again, you can hear these podcasts uh, and get other resources, familyqb.org. That's familyqb.org. Travis, it's a delight. Uh, What is something else that you offer uh, through your ministries to others, to the listeners? Well, I, I honestly love mentoring couples. That's To me, it's like having a, a coach with you, somebody who's going to walk along with you. Um, it's one of the most difficult things for us men to do is to slow down and get help and have somebody speak into our lives and give us encouragement, and that's one of the things we love to do. Travis Turner, the family quarterback, Every Man's Playbook for Effective Leadership. The website is? FamilyQB.org. For questions or comments, please email tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's tom at faithtalk1360.com.